Michael Porter Jr., MVP of the series, some uh, say. Yes. How many points does he have? Over 16 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Yep. Has officially hit. How many points does he have? He has seven. Okay. Seven. So we're right there. Nine. Eight I boards, nine. two oh, dimes. Heat plus three and a half first quarter. There you go. Also, Feel good about, that's the only side with the heat I took. I didn't play this, but I should have. Michael Porter Jr. to record assist. One assist tonight was uh, plus 145. Nice. I should have done that. He's got two already. But uh, Michael Porter Jr. double-double is on the watch right now. Of all people, he's I, the one, he's the first one to come that. home for us tonight. So thank you, MPJ. I never gave up on you, brother. I love you. <laughs> I can't wait till he just lets you down. This goes six games, and he lets you down next game, and he's on a list where he's on my list right now. Now, I was clipped on social media saying my favorite bet of the night was Tyler Hero over six and a half points. The oh. only issue is Tyler Hero has not actually checked into this That's game. That's unfortunate. Maybe he's a decoy. All I ask from my fellow Italian brother, Eric Spolster, tonight, <laughs> do not put Tyler Hero into do this not. game. Do not. For like three, all. four minutes, because I just want to uh, at least get a push here and get my money back. And if he checks in for garbage time or anything like that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna lose that bet. I, I don't think we see Tyler Hero though tonight. I mean, we got seven twenty one to go in the second quarter. Yeah, Miami right now, they're shooting only twenty two percent from three, but they're shooting wow, they're only shooting thirty nine percent from the floor. This is an ugly game. Yeah, it really They've got is. eight points from Max Strews. Here's the way the only way that I think we see Tyler Hero come in the game is if the third quarter starts to get ugly. Yep. And the Nuggets go on a big run like we've seen in the past in the third quarter, and the Heat start to go down. And you need just anything, some sort of spark, some sort of adrenaline shot, right? Let's throw Tyler here out there and see what we can do. It's almost a what-do-we-have-to-lose scenario if you're Eric Spolstra. That's the only way you see him, which is fine. I mean, it doesn't sound like he's really right. It doesn't sound like he's actually even truly ready. Like, he's still feeling pain, but right. he's good enough. Okay, we saw him hit a three after he broke his hand. Yeah. doesn't mean he can do it an entire game, right. but you don't necessarily need to do it. It's like when you get a receiver that's been dealing with, like, a hamstring issue, right? They're back out there on the field. You know they're not 100%, but they're enough to be a decoy, so the defense pays attention right. to him. That, that may be all that Tyler Hero is. Yeah. Just a decoy. Yep. Unfortunately, that's a hit for you, Tyler Hero. You're out. Yeah. I mean, and you look good in warm-ups. Granted, it's warm-ups. But the other thing you have to remember is he also hasn't played basketball. In and that hand's so going to get hit. Shape. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, guys are going to go after it. Yeah. It they have smack. new rotations. For you don't want to sure. mess up. Mm. Although, I was going to say you don't want to mess up the chemistry because you're a finals team now. But, I mean, yeah, I agree. If they need something, like like a little charge, maybe they... uh. Maybe that happens. You just and again, some of this is gamesmanship. You just make it sound like he could be out there, and then you're thinking and preparing. Could he be out there? What do we do? How do we game plan for that? So, you know, it's it's. I don't think they did anything do. differently. I don't think like that's the reason that Miami's up is because Michael Malone was too busy <laughs> game, game planning, planning for Tyler, Tyler Hero and his bucket hat. Yeah. <laughs> Which, no, 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 no. I mean, just like I mean, like no, for, no, for I know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, you know. No, but I'm yes, just saying, like, I don't yeah. think Michael Malone was like sitting there concerned that much. And yes, I'm glad to not see those bucket hats anymore. I was gonna say though, I actually ordered myself my first ever bucket. No, hat. No, you didn't. Did you? I did. I did from our good buddies Nick and Ken. Their their bucket hats. Which check them out. You better, you bet. Jason Barrett actually has them on his top twenty five list. I actually bought three of them. Got one for my father. Got one for my grandfather. Why? Bucket hats for the whole family. Are you going to wear it on the show? Why? Because it's you better, you bet. One team, one dream. Nick I wear uh, When I play golf, I almost exclusively play in bucket hats. Get yourself a you better, you bet one. UB, UB. YB, YB. I have oh, a little yeah. head. I'm, it, I just got back from vacation. <laughs> UB, a lot of UB. brain cells killed on that vacation, kids. A lot of things not. legal out in Napa. <laughs> Actually, Wine only being one of them. I was going to say, it's kind of the same stuff that's legal out here. It's so, legal literally you know. almost everywhere except for like Kentucky Oh, and I was Texas. just talking about wine. Yeah. No, but you said, and then also not the wine. You were said you just said that, not the wine. No. Well, so, I live in a dry county. Wait, is that true? It is, actually. No, it's not. 
There's like something like that where you can't buy beer at the grocery store. On Sunday, stores, you which, can't buy it on Sundays. Sundays, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh. I know. I wish we could share this with you, Scott. I'm borrowing yours, so, <laughs> so yeah. Scott will set you straight. You cannot buy beer or yeah. wine in the grocery stores in the county where you reside. Yeah. So you go to the beer and wine store, which are open seven days a week, but... You can't get your spirits there. You can't there. get liquor there. You have yes. to get liquor at the liquor store. And in Pennsylvania, you could get liquor at the state store. And yeah. in, 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 in Montgomery County, you can get liquor at the liquor store. California's got it right. You just store. go this, right out and they it, have it in the grocery store. This is what I miss about sense. Chicago. You could literally, you could go to Haunted Trails or like Discovery Zone and there's booze right there. Yeah. I mean, not that we're promoting alcohol, not, but you know, Midwesters. This is not you new. Can promote it. You just promote it responsibly. What are you talking do. about? Just, this is not new yeah. for me as someone who grew up in Oregon. We could only buy liquor at the liquor store. Mm. Period. Yeah. You could only a, buy beer at the, you could only well, buy, you could only buy alcohol, which was beer at the grocery store. Caldwell Pope. Bucket. KCP. We're KCP. winning every. We're gonna win every bet this tonight. This feels like a very good night tonight. Very good night. Well, let's not back. dwell on it so we don't jinx it. Saquon Barkley apparently doesn't want to show up to see the Giants at all. Uh, this is. We've gotten to the point. Now, I know we've talked for years about the running back position and sort of the evolution of it and the the de-emphasis of it or whatever it is you want to say. But we're getting to the point now where teams are just showing. Hey, we'll draft guys in the third or fourth round. We'll pay you that very small contract, and the minute that deal is up, like that's all that it is. Here was Saquon Barkley on his situation, not showing up for mandatory minicamp. I would say, well, everyone came out and said that I'm frustrated. Well, no one wants to get tagged. If anybody, if you put anybody in position, nobody wants to get tagged. But I don't think it was the, the thing that I'm frustrated most about is, like how I said, family business is family business, and then sources come out and stories get leaked, and then come from me. That's the only thing that I would say where frustrations come from. I don't have a problem with him not showing up because technically he's not under contract. Yeah. So it's, it's just that simple. You decide what you want to do with it, but we knew this was coming. We knew he was going to get franchised. Yeah, see, I'm team player always on this. I want these guys, especially like when it's probably his last big deal. I mean, we just saw Delvin Cook get released at 27 years old. Mm -hmm. On the way in, uh, my mom called me. She's like, why would they release Delvin Cook? And I'm like, ah, he's 30 years old. That's running back. You know, that's that's retirement for running backs. And then I look, and I'm like, wait a minute. Delvin mm -hmm. Cook's actually only 27 years old. He's had four straight seasons where he's went over 1,000 yards, but he, he's not going to get that next big check. You know, like even Derrick Henry, he's only 28 years old. Seems like he's like 35 years old because they're running him into the ground. But there was no market even when his name was brought up in trade discussions. Same thing with Zeke. Yeah, Zeke, same thing. Like, he's only 28 years old. I know he looks washed right now. Mm -hmm. But I still think he's got maybe a year or two what's, as a power back. What's interesting to me is that on one hand, running backs are used more than ever, right? Hence the reason that guys are getting run into the ground and are no longer valuable because in the early stages of their career, they're being used, they're getting a million touches, right? You, you, how many touches a, a game or how many carries a game did, did Zeke get in the early goings in his rookie year? Oh, yeah, 20-plus every game. Yeah every, yeah, every single game, Zeke's carrying the ball 25 times. Same thing with Le'Veon Bell when he played for Pittsburgh. Same thing that's probably going to happen, you know, the test of time. And you see that over and over and over again. You saw that with uh, Saquon Barkley as well. And then on the flip side, it, once you become less productive as a result of being used and valued in the early stages of your career, now they don't want to pay you because there's plenty of fresh young legs mm -hmm. coming yeah. out of college that mm -hmm. they can draft ahead of you and that are productive right away. We're seeing rookies productive mm -hmm. right away. Yeah. So it's the death of the running back position only in the sense yeah. of value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this has always like been the, you know, with, with some owners, especially like Jerry Jones gave Troy Aikman after those couple Super Bowls all that money and he didn't want 
want to pay Emmett Smith. So if you remember, I think that was 94, 95. I'd have to go back, but he set out the first four games of the season. Yep. They started 500. They lost to Arizona on primetime on Monday night, and then they actually paid Emmett Smith. But I agree. I think there might be some collusion here. Like you saw Josh Jacobs, you saw Tony Pollard, and they're all getting you know uh, franchise tagged because they want to cap these guys at $10 million per year. They don't want to pay running backs. Nobody wants to pay running backs. And I get it, but I like Saquon's case because not only is he a running back, and I know he's only been healthy one out of the last three years, but also, like, he's 85, he's like 75% of your offense. Uh, last year, at least, he was because he's probably your best pass catcher. I don't know about this year because they made some offseason pickups, but um, he was like 80% of the offense under Brian Dable, and he actually stayed healthy. I get him wanting his money because he's never going to get a contract like this again. I kind of understood why Le'Veon Bell set out that season. And you know? Saquon like, said I he might pay, do it. He I said he would for the be, franchise tag either. He'd man. be willing to do it. Yeah, it's yeah. tough because like you're going to get paid plenty with the franchise tag, but there's no long-term security. The problem is, is like the running, hurt, done the, with you. the running back position versus other positions. It's they almost need to get paid right away, like after their rookie year. It yeah. almost like change the pay scale for run, for running backs, where you can yeah. have a big contract after the first year because. At that age, teams are going to be willing to commit to somebody like that. It's once you get all the wear and tear after three, four, five years at the position, it's just something that's completely different. And we saw, look, when Saquon Barkley's healthy, he was that offense. When Zeke was in his prime, that Dallas offense was better because of Ezekiel Elliott, not Dak Prescott first. Oh, yeah. They were better because Dak didn't have to throw the ball 45, 50 times a game. But it just doesn't last that long with these guys. And look, I, they're going to figure this out. I don't know what it ends up being because... It, we have had the ups and downs and the ebbs and flows of his injuries, but the Giants are sitting at seven and a half wins. Let's say, let's say he does decide to pull a Le'Veon Bell and sit out the season. I know he's just take a running one. back, but I don't think I could take an over without him. You know? I, there's zero percent chance I take over seven and a half wins if Saquon Barkley actually sits out the season for the Giants. I don't think he's going to, but he has hinted at least that being the Let possibility. Let me ask you this: If you're the Giants and you know that Dalvin Cook is about to be released. And Saquon Barkley's out there saying he's going to sit out the season. Do you then just go out and get Dalvin Cook for the year? Maybe. That'd be an interesting thing to do. That's but. a that's a big, I mean, that's a negotiating tactic, too. That's right what I'm there, saying. You know? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you want to sit out? Yeah, well, we'll okay. just grab Dalvin Cook and you'll just be a free agent. But you are downgrading See. from Dalvin yeah. to Dalvin Cook at this point in his career. I don't know, though, because Dalvin Cook, when healthy, is still an extremely productive back. Yeah, he's not the same player. He's, like, lost a step, but he mm -hmm. is still, I mean, he's he's a good pass catcher. Yeah. You know, like, he could bring the same skill set. And that's let's what be real. Do. Saquon Barkley's had only had one good year, and that was last year. Like, well, we his rookie year, too. Yeah, the, well, that's what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. post-injury, yeah. right? So yeah. the year after the injury, he he looked like a shell of himself. So he's had the rookie year, and then he's had last year. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, overall, has had more good years than Saquon Barkley. Oh, 100%. And, like, what else are you going to do if Saquon was to sit out? Like, you have to have something. Yeah. I don't think that that would be crazy. I think they'd probably just look at everybody on the roster, try to find somebody cheaper. James Robinson also got uh, the cut by the Patriots. Or what about or what about uh, Ezekiel Elliott? Maybe Zeke, Zeke, Leonard Fournette. I mean, they're all all these guys are on the market. It's crazy to think Dalvin Cook has averaged over 110 yards from scrimmage over the last four seasons. Only behind Derrick Henry, who comes in at 125 because he's just a monster. It's yeah. Derrick Henry, 125, Dalvin Cook, 110, Jonathan Taylor, 108, Nick Chubb, 104. Yeah, and what's crazy is, that, like, and, and that's the new age for running backs. They don't want to pay these guys after they're 26 years old. It's not 30 anymore. It's 26. It just you keeps don't want getting to give lower, doesn't it? Yeah. It really and, does. And, and like, 24. And we saw this last season even with the wide receiver position because Tyreek Hill wanted big money and the Chiefs didn't want to give it to him. Devontae Adams wanted big money. And then the Packers used the franchise tag for the first time since 2012. And he was like, I'm not, I'm not going to come back 
even to play one more year with Aaron Rodgers and try to win a Super Bowl and play for $13, $14 million because I'm the best wide receiver in the league. And that's also the other thing. You know, like Zeke, or not Zeke, I'm sorry, um, but like these backs, like they see everybody wants to set the market and everybody wants to get paid what they're worth. So I completely understand what Saquon's saying here. Well, but I also feel like uh, if I'm the Giants organization, kind of get their side. I would say, (laughs) hey, do you see what's happening to Dalvin Cook? Do you see what's happening with Ezekiel Elliott? Do you see what's happening with Derrick Henry? Do you see what's happening with James Robinson? All productive backs, all without jobs. You just be lucky that we're giving you the franchise tag and you're playing football this year. Yeah, James Robinson, I think, is still like 24. Yeah, he's a baby. He's he's still really young. Yeah, it's hard to get hurt. I saw that. I was like, God, he's only 24. I thought he was older than that. But yeah, yeah, it's it it gets to the point now where sure you could say, okay, at least I get one year. You go on a year to year basis. But players aren't going to think that way. And this is one of the issues NFL players have in general, right? Like they want fully guaranteed contracts, but you're not like they're not fighting for it. You have to actually like dig your heels in and say, okay, fine, we're not going to have a season then. Yeah. We want fully, and that's going to be a real battle. I don't think they'll ever win it because you've set a precedent there at this point. But running backs get the short end of the stick a majority of the time here. These I mean, skill position guys in general, uh, like wide receivers as well, yeah. it's now becoming the have and have nots where the, yep. the where the quarterbacks get everything, and like pass rushers get get second amount, third amount offensive, Tackles. yeah, third offensive lineman, and then pretty much everybody else is like you're just kind of getting the crumbs. The most yeah. important positions in football have more than ever been become anything close to the quarterback, either the quarterback yep. or the left tackle, right tackle if they're a left-handed quarterback, pass rushers. Yep. Like those those are where, like... We'll call it, it quarterback and quarterback adjacent yeah, positions. Yeah, quarterback and quarterback adjacent. <laughs> and, it, like, I get it, right? It's a quarterback-driven league. We understand the way the offense is today in the NFL. It all makes sense. But it does take away, like, you do need a good run game to set up your pass. And good offensive coaches will talk about that. Like, that's that's part of the deal. You want to be able to have that. Oh, yeah. But it's... But when you have guys like Kyle Shanahan that come in and they say, I can have four different running backs, yeah. they'll all be productive. I'll scheme them for a certain thing. A lot of pre-snap motion. You're getting guys on their heels. Like, we don't need a franchise running back. We can kind of do a lot with very, very little. Or you can be a franchise back. You're just 23 on a rookie-scale contract. Correct. See, and you know? the thing is, though, man, like, I feel like the Giants are just going to suck it up and pay Saquon because you oh, look at their depth too. chart. It's Matt Breida, Eric Gray, and Gary Brightwell. Breida's terrible, trust me. Behind Barkley. Stuck with him That's why I said go, go and, get and, one of these wash yeah. running backs. And, and he's just not really, like, a fit, like, to be the lead back in that offense. Like, Matt Breida in the year 2023 no. isn't giving you 20 touches a game. And then you even look at the wide receiver depth chart. You have Hodgins there. You have Darius Slayton. You have Paris Campbell. You do add Darren Waller at the tight end position, but he was not healthy all of last season. Looks like he lost a step. Sterling Shepard, like, the season hasn't even begun, and he's already hurt. I mean, if you're the Giants and you really want to play hardball, you go get Zeke or Leonard Fournette. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just don't think they're a fit, though. You know what I mean? Because Zeke is not catching balls out of the backfield, and he has no burst whatsoever. And I don't think Fournette is either, but at this point, it's just kind of... Now, Cook. What, what it, yeah. I mean, he's look, got he certainly makes sense. I think Dalvin Cook's the best running back that's available on the market right now. I but think listen, Miami does it. I though. remember years ago, Adrian Peterson, we thought he was washed. Thousand-yard rushing year, his first year in Washington. Yeah. I, I mean, that shocked everybody. So there's certainly the possibility of that actually happening. Uh, Sweat Chamber, going to look at where we are in NBA Finals game number five. And a love fest with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Ooh.